Welcome to the Ellie and Bex podcast. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. I mean, seriously, thank you. The Feel Good Podcast, Ellie and Bex, 91.9 CFM. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you for clicking download. Today's is full of calls. Like It's not I just our you. voices you'll hear today, it's a million other people's. It's hard sometimes to get calls, even on a decent show. Um, <laughs> you know what True. I mean? Um, people think you're getting smashed all the time. It's not always the case, you know. Some people just like to listen. Most people just like to listen. Today, first 40 minutes of our show... We got absolutely pumped. Yeah. And it was great, to be honest. It's good to talk to this many people. Variety is the spice of life, I always say. Gives you a little bit of positivity, doesn't it? Because you think, geez, we're going okay. But, um, <laughs> but last week we wanted to kill ourselves because there was no Yeah, exactly. Calls, well, so. yeah, we can't I mean, say it's that. a bit extreme. It might trigger some people, but yeah, okay. I might have thought about it. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, well, here's the deal. Down that one. Stacks of callers today. Some really random questions we asked her, which means there's good gear from here on in. Enjoy. Stay happy. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I feel like this break needs a trigger warning. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because you told me, and thank you for telling me, mm. you're going to be talking about manifesting during this. Not only manifesting, bro, there's crystals involved as no, well. Is this some sort of weird Mercury retrograde thing? Or kind of. I mean, you're close. It's the full moon in Sagittarius crap. that oh. we're discussing. <laughs> well, it's stuff that you need to know. Because full moon in Sagittarius? No. What? This Sunday. Yeah. The full moon rises in Sagittarius, which is going to inspire you to break free of restrictions in search of something new. Uh-huh. So if we're to put that in regards to our show. It's in the bin because it's just, looking... it's just Sunday. <laughs> it's just Sunday. And you know what? They throw it out now. I'll tell you why mm. they, they throw out stuff like that. Heading towards the end of the financial year, only a couple of weeks left. Mm. The whole instant asset tax write-off. So go get something new. Get a new car. Get a new coffee machine for the office. Oh, so you think this is a commercial? Oh, I think spin. Harvey Norman have leaked this. <gasps> That's what I think's happened. Well, do you know what the next line is? The oh. only thing holding us back is our own self-doubt. Luke, back to it. Yes. Okay, so this weekend you're going to be blessed with the opportunity dot, dot, to dot. ditch the old ways. 48 months interest-free or something. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Okay, no. All right, well, what do you want to do about it? Well, I just want to tell you yeah. what we're all supposed to be doing this weekend for the full moon. Uh-huh. Okay, firstly, charging slash cleansing our crystals. Oh, what a... <laughs> Honestly, hey, get I, rid of the self-doubt. This is really smart. No, I've got no doubt. <laughs> but <laughs> this is really smart. You've done this at 10 past three because there are children listening and I <laughs> do not want to offend little ears, so I can't <laughs> say exactly what I think about this stuff. But charging your crystals, give me a break. Okay. What do they take, USB-C, lightning? What, what's going on? Don't worry, there's four other options if you don't like charging crystals. All right, keep going. You can do a tarot reading. Oh, God. You could create a vision board. You could perform a ritual. Performing a ritual would be a bit of fun, though. We'll perform a ritual. The bloody firstborn and, I don't know, the bloody... What do you... No? Is that how you perform? I will perform a ritual. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Saturday night, KO will go on. (laughs) A six-pack will go in the fridge. I tell you, come Sunday... I'll be looking to do new things. I'll be like, I'm never having that again, you know? I am really not seeing you eliminating self-doubt here. Um, but yeah, finally, the yeah, last one yeah, is one yeah. that I know you love. It's your yeah. favourite word. Yeah. This Sunday, on the full moon, the Sagittarius rising, mm. Mm. you have to manifest away, oh, mate. God. Whatever you want in this universe, you know, put it out! That's what they call me after a big night. What? If I don't wear my um, if I don't wear my jammies and I get out of bed, mm. Sagittarius rising. <laughs> We want to go now to ask you the question, what's the random thing you doodle when you have a piece of paper in front of you? You get given a pen, you sit down and instantly 
you go towards doodling something, call us now, 545-11919. The reason that we're asking this is because the other night my boyfriend's got one of those Samsung phones mm. that um, have the pens. Only an, only an Apple person would say it like that. <laughs> what are those, the Korean phones <laughs> that no one else uses that, you know, half the world have? Yeah. yeah well, and you've got, got, like, a yeah, pen. You've got to do a squiggle to get in. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah but you, you, you have the pen, like, that goes inside mm. the phone. Anyway, so there's a drawing feature on it. And the other night he handed it to me. He's like, draw anything you want. And I instantly drew a picture of a cartoon frog. Is that your thing? And he was like, why have you drawn that? When I was in year two, I was desperate to be a good drawer. Yes. And so I went to the library. I got out a book, How to Draw, mm-hmm. and that was one of the first things that they taught me to draw. Well, and it's the only thing I've remembered. You probably don't know this, but I come from a family of artists. I mean, you know, my sister's a famous fashion designer. My mm-hmm. uncle and aunt, both art teachers, mm-hmm. um, professional illustrators. One of my uncles worked for Disney. Mm-hmm. I have zero of their skill. Yeah. Zero of their skill. I'll tell you what my go-to is, and I, I mean this, I often use the analogy of you're on hold to say Telstra or something. Mm-hmm. I'll start doing these ones, right? The square. Mm-hmm. And then you extrapolate the square with some diagonal lines to make the cube. You know, oh, that, that yeah. Sort of a thing. cube's a fun one to draw. And then the dotted line. But I've never gone past that. You've never gone past that? Well, it no. turns out... From asking around that every single person can answer this question yes. instantly. Everyone's got to go to. Have a listen to some of the uh, answers from around our office earlier today. Hey, Lucky and Phoebe, when you get given a pen and paper, what's the first thing you draw? Just for radio? Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> Mine's a face yeah. and it's um, the eyes are really big, so yep. it looks like a massive cartoon. Yeah. Okay. And then I do the, is it the iris? Yeah. Yeah. The first thing I usually draw is my signature, followed by my first sort of illustration of a wave I've been drawing since I was like eight. Chani, let's go grab a check. (laughs) (laughs) Tazla, a little star in the top corner for me, and then I trace over it and over it and over it until eventually my pen goes through the paper. Nice. Yeah. Bit of tension there, isn't there? (laughs) Big boss Betty. Everyone's got a preferred doodle. What's yours? Oh, God. A flower. <laughs> your wife is going to give it to you about that. <laughs> because I'm used to drawing that with my daughter, who's four. Oh, oh, I don't feel bad. What's your doodle of choice? Everyone's got one. What do you draw when you're on the phone Probably to Telstra or something? A house. A house? That's my boyfriend's as well. Probably a house with like a chimney and smoke coming out of it. I don't know why. I don't have a chimney with it. You, know, you know the difference between you and Lisa, though? She actually owns that house. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 too far. Big, big, big boss, Rod. What is your go-to doodle if you're on the phone? Arrows. <laughs> he knows it. Everyone knows the thing. That's what we love. That's his go-to. Update. Big Boss Rob is actually showing us his arrows. <laughs> one, uh, some beautiful arrows. There's two arrows, and so one's going towards Ellie's career and one's going towards my career. Is oh, that what happened? I should have put it the other one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. Told you. Everyone's got a different answer. We want to hear yours right now. Oliver's in Croy. Hello, Ollie. Hello. Hi, um, Ollie. What's your doodle? When I'm bored in class, I doodle a cartoon T-Rex. Oh, that sounds quite intricate. Like that sounds like quite a with difficult. With like little story. little hands. Yes, very little hands. Do you ever um, branch out into doing like a Velociraptor or a pterodactyl or anything, or is it just the T-Rex? Yeah, I do. I do other dinosaurs sometimes. Yeah. Got the whole Jurassic chat, Park guys. out there. We could have a little jazz bed underneath this conversation. It'd be lovely. Ollie, Thanks, good to hear Ollie. from you, mate. Always a pleasure. Nick is in Biwa. Hello, Nicole. What's your go-to doodle? Uh, it's pretty 
random and I too wanted to be a, an artist when I was mm-hmm. So I learned how to draw Bugs Bunny. So every time you get a bit of paper, it's Bugs Bunny. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> she got a what? Sorry. Bugs Bunny. A Bugs Bunny. You know who did that? BG did that today. Yeah, yeah. A bunny's yep. a good one because you can really focus on the ears and the teeth, you know? And I do. Yeah, and she does. Of course. You're the artist. Yeah, Brett is in Yandina. How are you, Brett? Good. How are you, mate? Not too bad. What do you do for a living, Brett? What do you do during the day? Uh, I'm a landscaper. You're a landscaper. So, obviously, um, you spent some time in your life, a large amount of time, on the phone, on hold, let's say, to a quarry or a supply company, and you're trying to write down a price on something, and then your pen starts flowing freely. Where does it go? Draw. I I really... uh, go to George Jetson's head. <laughs> <laughs> Just a specific specific scone. I like that. Where does that come from? Like where Well when I when I was a young fellow like George Jetson, we used to watch the show as a kid, the cartoon. And uh yeah, just started one day trying to draw it and next minute I was can doing you, it all um, the time and Can you rate your ability, Brett? Because I really think I plateaued with my cube <laughs> drawing a long time ago. <laughs> Look, I reckon I'm uh, probably about an eight out of ten. Oh, trying, trying to get his, trying to get his nose, you know, right. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a picture bad. of him now. He's got a big old schnoz on him, doesn't he? Complex. Yeah. yeah. Good on you, Brett. The pursuit of perfection it takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> what a legend. Appreciate that. And just where we want to play with this one, Abs is ten, but she's a legend. In Budroom, how you doing? Good. How are you? Very well, thanks. What are you doodling? What, what, what's your go-to? This is my dad's. He always draws a dog doing a poop. <laughs> <laughs> and is there scale? Abs, by that I mean, is the dog poo significantly smaller than the dog? It's probably bigger than the dog. Oh, the dog's had a big tikka masala for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on you, Abby. Thank you for the call. Let's go now to Debbie from Mount Me. Debbie, what's your go-to doodle? I do a sun with a smiley face in it. Oh, <laughs> like the beginning of the Teletubbies. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it, every time. Little Jack, he's 11 years of age. What's your go-to doodle? Transformers. Optimus Prime, of course. Yeah, never the, never, never the, uh, the other guys, the Decepticons. Not Negatron. Oh, Negatron, of course. Oh, oh there we go. Oh, Negatron was uh, Megatron, not Negatron. Oh. What's ne- what's ne- Negatron? Guy. Sorry, guys, Negatron is the one that's not okay with everything. So, you guys want to go for pizza? <laughs> oh, I don't like pizza. It makes me feel bloated. <laughs> Negatron. Thanks, guys. Love this. Our mate Sue's in Noosa. What's your go-to doodle? What I used to do is just in the column, I would like do different shapes, like a circle or a square or whatever, and then I'd fill it in with little circles and lines. I actually call it Zen Tangle now. Oh, wow. I love everything. Did you create something? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So well, you just... I always create things and never get called for it. There you go. <laughs> now you're a Zen master. Cheers, you're Suze. An entrepreneur. Thanks, Suze. <laughs> and finally, 10-year-old Edie, I reckon you're probably quite a good artist, are you? Um, no. Oh, no. Ah, but you don't have to be to have a go-to have to doodle, do you? Oh, uh, yeah. I have one. Well, what's yours? Um, it's kind of random, but I like drawing graffiti S's everywhere. Yes, yes the Superman Stussy. S. Stussy, Stussy? No, but the Superman S. Are you talking about the one you do three lines, and then below that you do three lines, and then you connect them up? Yeah. <gasps> the cleverest. Oh. You're the cleverest in all the I'll land, Edie. Just because you remind me of a 10-year-old me, you and your family are going to go to the Sunshine Coast show. And as ambassadors of the show, Ellie and I are going to pay for your ticket. What about that? Thank you. You're welcome.
welcome. Just don't graffiti anywhere there, okay? Keep your keep your okay. graffiti asses to yourself. And for everyone else, we will be having Sunny Coast Show tickets throughout the week, but you can get yours online at the uh, at the website. So make sure you Google that. Hit them up because it's going to be a massive year. Good on you, Eds. Thank you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFS. I have organised something special for you. Thank you. Is it what is it that you freak out about more than anything? Plates of cheeseburgers. Think robots. Oh, okay. Stupid AI. AI. You're freaking out. I hate it's it. taking over the world. It's going to ruin it. It's going to take This morning at coffee, you started freaking out that it's going to take your job. Um, I, I worry not only my job, but every single person's job in the world. So what I've decided to do is because there's been a whole lot of movement at government level about how do we protect people, how do we legislate uh, mm. against this thing getting out of control. A bloke we've had on the show before is a cybersecurity expert from Phronesis Security. His name's Eric Pinkerton. Eric, welcome. What's happening at a, at a government level? Are they freaking out as much as Ellie? It's kind of hard to tell how much they're freaking out from what we can see. There's a few things that have happened recently. So there's been an open letter written uh, that's had something like 1,100 signatures that includes the doyens of AI, calling for a pause on the development of more powerful AI for six months while sort of to give governments around the world and, and the companies that are involved a little bit of breathing space to figure out how to what, what guardrails we should be putting in place. And everyone's talking about this and there's all sorts of sort of hyperbole being thrown around. One of the words that's been thrown around is extinction event, which, you know, some sort of has divided people and, you know, some people are saying, look, this is the worst thing. We're, we're all going to be you know, extinct. Other people are saying, well, I'm worried about, you know, like saying I'm worried about losing my job. But also some organisations are saying, well, how do we use this to our advantage as well? So it's, it's not all doing, not everyone's freaking out like Ellie. Yeah, but if we're going to become extinct because the no, robots no, are going to kill he, us, he, then he, not what he said. I'm concerned. That is not what he said. This is one of my concerns with AI as well, is I got advertised an AI ad the other day, which was basically saying, don't know how to break up with your boyfriend, let AI write the message for you. And it gives you the example. So it's like, it is literally taking away people's emotional intelligence capabilities. But also taking them out of the situation where they're going to learn. Like sometimes a bad breakup is what you need to make you stronger. Exactly. And like, look at the invention of the calculator has meant I don't know how to do maths. Is the invention of something that can talk for me. That's more an Ellie problem, to be honest, (laughs) than anything else. Is that going to take away my, you know, ability to empathise with others? It's it's scary, Your emotional expression. Yeah. 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 It was a Greek philosopher, and I'm not sure if it was Plato or if it was um, he had this enduring fear that teaching people to read and write would make them all stupid and he memorized everything and he was of the view and, and his teachings were that if we teach people to write things down their brain will wither away and i remember having that same feeling when we all got gps in our cars and we thought well if we don't have the ability to read maps we're all going to get stupid but the ability to read and write is what led to you know, civilization developing, that ability to build on other people's inventions, the iterative innovation that's led to where we are today. Now, I don't think we all got stupider once we were given calculators. It just meant that some of our brain was given over to do other things. And that's the, the, the dream of AI, that AI and robots can do all the things we don't want to do and free us up to have more leisure time and do the things that, that we enjoy. But that has to be something that we steer towards mm. consciously if we let it do its thing without really thinking about it or we just let the pursuit of money
money drivers where it will, that's probably not going to be the outcome. And, you know, we're already seeing people whose jobs are, you know, they love their jobs and their jobs are rewarding, but now they're losing their jobs because AI is able to do it better than they can or cheaper than they can. Mm. I think we should finish off, as weird as it might be, with a dad joke. Okay. What, All right. Has, the, has AI no, because we, we, our, our station? No, I didn't get. I got it the old-fashioned way. Okay. Um, our station is famous for feel good. Um, so, why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Why is that, bud? In case they get a hole in one. Yes, thank you. Eric's like, I came on to discuss <laughs> Eric, come on, my Eric. area of expertise, and this yes, guy's and he did a bloody good jokes. job, and we're thankful I, for your time. I'm, You're always a good best. chat. <laughs> Extinction events into something lighthearted. Yeah. I'm sorry. I tell you what, we're going to, I tell you what we're going to do as well, Chani. I reckon we get some extended thoughts from Eric and put them on our podcast as yeah. well because it is a fascinating discussion, um, one that lends itself to more conversation and one that will definitely evolve at a rapid uh, rate. So we appreciate people like you being at the uh, pointy end of this. Eric Pinkerton from Phronesis, thank you so much. Thank you, Ellie and Bex. This Kathleen's full big story yeah. um, that's been in the news over the last couple of days is Full an incredible on. story. Yep. Um, if you're not up to speed with it, basically she was sentenced to 25 years in jail yep. uh, 20 years ago uh, for killing her four children, mm-hmm. which uh, 20 years on, her innocence has just been proven yep. through a new scientific discovery. So she's been released from jail. Yes. She maintained her innocence the whole time. It's an, it's an incredible story. Um and last night was her first day of freedom, right? Which would be full on, to be honest. Oh, so full on, right? A lot yeah. changes in 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. 2003 yeah. was when yeah. she went in. Um, and she spent the night with her longtime friend, right? Mm-hmm. And it had all happened really quickly. She found out 40 minutes before she was released that she was going to be released. Yes. And so her friend didn't have time to prepare properly the mm-hmm. first meal of freedom that Kathleen was going to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was one thing she made sure that they had. And that was Kahlua and Coke. Which is just a rando drink, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's what you'd think, right? But back in the day. Back in the day, it 20 was a years thing. ago. So that's why it, it's a nostalgic drink for them. Yep. It's what they were drinking 20 years ago. It was huge at the time. Yes. And so that's what they had to celebrate. So it was your theory that if you can find out what people ate and drank in their heyday, mm-hmm. however old they are, well, even if you're only like a 20 year old. No. So just 20 years ago from now, in 2003. Yeah. What were you eating or drinking? Oh, okay. And then we'll guess how old you were. Okay, cool. So what were you? What was your go-to eating or drinking? I'll tell you this. Well, I'll give you an example for me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 2003. I'm going to say mm-hmm. vodka lime and sodas. Mm-hmm. But then also, I can't say words, but the cowboys. Oh. The dot, 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 the suck, the sucking cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, were yeah. huge. They were everywhere. <laughs> they were the two things. Um, them and, and then the girls who were on Midori Illusions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I don't know from if, that, I, I can tell you're helps. in your 20s. I can tell you're in your 20s from Back that. Back then, yeah, oh, yeah. You cheap, know? cheap and nasty. For me, it was a, a Yo Play Petite Miam little tub. Yeah. A cheese and Vegemite and lettuce sandwich and an apple. See, that could be you today. That's the problem. <laughs> 20, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, a quintessential so, lunchbox snack. So, so primary school. So primary school indeed. Deb in Karamandi. Oh, I'm not, Hi, I am Deb. not guessing your well, age. You're a black belt. Because we've met Deb in real life. So I would say it's easier. You are young spirited. <laughs> you, you guys, yeah, you guys do already know. Um, you know, there's a bit of a list there from, you know, that time of my life. Um, but my two favourites, my go-to was um, a tequila slammer. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> 
one. Yeah. Um, now I don't bother with the, um, like, I still love my tequila, but I don't bother with the lemon and salt now. I just drink the tequila. That's um, right. But, but the big thing from my day was Tia Maria and milk. Oh, my God. That's before oh, me. I'm going to say, yeah. respectfully, Deb's older than me. Because I have some yeah, idea of how old you are. But I, I believe you're 42, Deb. No, well, I'm 42. How the hell? Is she just... Hang on, here's... Let's nah, just... Let's just plot, I thought you were 41. Let's just plot what happened there. I said, I'm... You're older than me, and Deb went, yes, I am. I you, thought you were 41. How do you not... I'm going to say, Deborah. I'm going to say 46. Well, you're close. I'm going to give you that because I will be in a few months. Really? There we go. So I insulted her, her, but not too much. (laughs) Good on you, Deb. Have a few tequila slammers on your birthday, will you? (laughs) Yes, good. (laughs) Good. Thanks, guys. Lisa's in Alex. Lisa, what were you eating or drinking 20 years ago? Probably milkshakes. Strawberry milkshakes. Okay. Strawberry milkshakes. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Okay. So that's a tough one. For sure. It is a childhood drink, but... So does that mean, so take off, so I reckon you're under 38. Uh, just. Just. There you go. Wow, See? okay, all right. So that's, I would have said that you were younger, Lisa. I would have thought maybe you were like 11 or 12 when you're mm. drinking your strawberry milkshake. How old are you, Lisa? Do you mind if I ask? Yeah, no, I've just turned 40. There you go. There you go. Do you still drink strawberry milkshakes? No, not really, no, unless no, they've no. got things added into them. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, wine and the Winnie Reds for Lise these days. Exactly. Straight into it. Lovely stuff. Thank you. Appreciate Thank that. You. Uh, let's go to Brent in Prudgeon Springs. Hello, legend. Hey, how are you guys? Good, Good, Brent. What was it that you were eating or drinking 20 years ago? So I don't drink alcohol anymore, but mm. my drink of choice, which I won't tell you what age I was, was Red Bull and uh, vodka. Oh, vodka. 18. Oak. Yeah, it's no, got to be 18. At that time, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, those things were dangerous because yeah. you'd have four or five of them at least over the course of a night and then you'd be at home like five o'clock in the morning going, why can't I sleep? Yeah. And then you'd remember he'd ingested two litres of Red Bull. I still drink them from time to time, uh, if I'm being honest. If I'm at a night They also do make, they make another drink that I continually flog you at drinking, of course. What? Jaeger bombs. Yeah. Oh, I do like Jaeger bongs. Um, all, right. all right. Anyway, back to Brent. Did you Brent. say Jaeger bong? <laughs> I did accidentally That's say that. That's a little that. bit weird. That's not what it? I meant. Brent, um, I don't think Brent does Jaeger bongs either. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say you're 38, Brent. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Bang. Oh! Brenty. I love this game. Lovely stuff. All right, let's go down to Craig in Diagula. Craig, what what is it that you were eating or drinking 20 years ago? Oh, the go-to was a Devon and tomato sauce sandwich, and if you wanted to get fancy, you chuck some cheese on it. Oh, all right, Craig's of my vintage. I can tell it already. All right, go. So that's a Craig, that's a Craig's lunchbox. 50. That's a no. Uh, uh, that's a lunchbox treat if I've ever heard. So one. you're locking it in. You're locking 31 in. Um, maybe 33. 33 is the call, Craig. How old are you? Oh, 28. Oh! You insult our listeners and we turn them away. Sorry, Craig. Sorry about that, Craig. Oh, he's uh, younger than Our mate Rod's called through. Hello, Rodney. Hey, how's it going? Good. Good so bye. 20 years ago. So we've we've clapped eyes on you. We've met you in public, but I have no idea how old you are. So it's 20 years ago. <laughs> what were you eating or drinking? What was the go-to? I was having cheese sticks, LCMs. <laughs> And then there was the flavoured water bottle that if you squeezed, it would make a fart noise. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic description. And the first thing I'm thinking is Rodney's younger than I thought. Yeah? I'm thinking if you're eating cheese sticks and LCMs, you're 10 tops. Yeah. So I'm going to go with 27. I'm going to go oh. with 30. 
Rod, I reckon you and I are around a similar age. Oh, you're like, bang, it's in the middle. Oh, 28, 10 and 29. Oh. See, I tell you, we are bloody detectives here. How are. good's an LCM, by the way? That was not bad. That was pretty good. Thanks, Rod. Hey, Jack. Jack's always there. He's like a full stop on the sentence, the big fella. All right, let's get a couple more. Kimmy and Karoi. Kimmy, 20 years ago, what were you eating or drinking? What was your go-to? Um, strawberry Nesquik. Mm, and the, like, Alfredo packet pastas that were, like, $2. Okay, so you could either have been a child or a university student. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> so, older you know, teenager, like 16, 17. Strawberry, strawberry Nesquik. I'm going to say she's 17. Oh. I'm going to say... I'm going to say you're 37, Kim. Yeah, I'll say 36. Not quite that old. Okay. All right. The pasta threw me because yeah. you're cooking it yourself, you know. You've got to be old enough so to So maybe cook. she was no, like. No, my mum was packing it for me for lunch as leftovers. All right. Uh, my final answer, my final answer, 29. Yeah. I'm going to go that as well. I'm close. That's closer. 27? <laughs> like, not quite. No, a little bit older. Oh, put, me, put me out of my misery. <laughs> How old are you, Kim? <laughs> 33. 33. Oh, nearly there you killed go. me. High school, high school lunch and afternoon tea was Nesquik. Yeah, but to be fair, Kimmy, to be fair, Chaney will tell you what's in my lunchbox every day because I never got it as a kid. Yeah, that's true. You do have poppers in you. Frozen popper. <laughs> so, and I'm yeah. a 42-year-old 100-kilo man. Well, if so. you go to jail for 20 years and get out, I'll be waiting at the door for you. Kimmy, anyone in your family, including yourself, a big fan of boating and or camping and or fishing? Um, myself and... 100% my partner. My partner is would absolutely love a BCF badge. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We're going to give you a $250 one because something BCF being big is coming to Kiwana. You share as much as you want with old mate, but it's yours to do with, with what you want. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, we're serious, girlfriend. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. It's amazing. No worries. Only problem is you can't buy strawberry milkshakes yeah. at BCF. Sorry, I know because I've been there a million times. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.